Hello! Today we're going to be doing conspiracy theories. This audio is to be paired with the yes, we're doing conspiracy theories, no, this is not a drill slide presentation. Before we begin, I'd like to issue a disclaimer. The seriousness of these slides should be taken, well, seriously. The validity of the conspiracy theories is not widely recognized by the government nor the general public. For the sake of this presentation, we're going to say everything is on the table. In addition to this, constructive criticism over the conspiracy theories, the involvement of the people where they're in, is going to be held off until the end of the presentation. Thank you very much. To begin, we need to contextualize conspiracy theories. These were first coined in 1967 by the CIA after the Kennedy assassination when people began to suspect CIA involvement. Before this, the word conspiracy itself gained appearances around the late 19th century, being found in written works as early as 1870. Famously associated with the Kennedy assassination, the 1969 moon landing, 9-11 attacks, some of which these we're going to be exploring today. Our first theory is that the moon landing is fake. Widely believed by conspiracy theorists be motivated by the Cold War era space race so that President Johnson could beat the Russians. In addition to NASA's own motivations to gain funding, which they had to compete um, in the United States government for the Vietnam War, and the government wanted to keep the public distracted from the Vietnam War because it would boost morale. The moon mission still has doubters, even today. As many as 20% of Americans, 25% of Britons, and 28% of Russians still harbor belief of its currents. The original doubter was Bill Casing, who published the We Never Went to the Moon, America's $30 billion swindle in 1976. He worked on the F-1 engines involved and declared that there was an undoubtedly impossible chance of a mission succeeding. In the Apollo 11 video of the moon landing, there are several points which raise suspicion. The lighting of the suit proves opposite the sun, suggesting artificial lighting, i.e. movie sets. The landscape reflected helmet doesn't show any stars, suggesting artificial lighting again. The billowing flag in the absence of wind suggests artificial wind sources. There is no landing crater underneath the engine exhaust, which suggests no usage. And the strange reflections in the helmets of objects not conventionally there. The Apollo 12 mission suggests studio light was used. And there are photos taken miles apart on separate missions with the same background. During this time, the Watergate scandal and the Pentagon Papers had recently come out, making ordinary people highly distrustful of the government. The government has partially blamed this widespread hysteria for the initial questioning of the Apollo 11 mission. NASA's official response claimed that all the concerns regarding the video could be easily debunked, that the sun reflects light off the moon, the weight disparities, specially made flag was to weigh without air due to horizontal rods being placed within it, um, and all of these things, but these claims made by NASA were also debunked by conspiracy theorists that the camera exposure could have contained the stars, and that the flag defied the laws of physics in whichever explanation NASA gave. So, in conclusion, the moon landing was faked. <laughs> um, our next conspiracy theory is that shape-shifting lizards run the government. 
This is likely the most outlandish of theories out there. There are some pretty crazy ones, but this one goes near the top. The whole premise of the shape-shifting lizards running the government also involves the Illuminati, but we'll get to that in a moment. So the context for these lizards is that there are beings from outer space, and they came to Earth to overtake us, essentially. And they have an entire process in which this comes about. But the purpose is that they can rule the human race one day and use us as sort of a colony for their lizard means. These lizards function by placing a ruler into a society and demonstrating new advanced technology. This creates a reliance on the introduced ruler and the technology that accompanies them. Then they move to the population will become reliant on their brainwashing. Usually, this supports the furthering of alien leadership in societies and convinces the general population to give alien leaders more power. Since more power is given to these lizard overlords, it makes them more able to spread their domain and take over other weaker political states. Since they are able to take over weaker political states, they may once again implement their political agendas, and the cycle continues on. Now, the Illuminati is also a big factor in lizard shape-shifting experiences. Um, many speculate that the Illuminati is a group of these lizard beings who decide that they need to meet up and decide what they're going to do with their influences, how they're going to further their attacks on the world, etc. Um, or the Illuminati could be composed of both these lizard beings and humans who are complicit in their agenda so that they might gain something from fraternizing with the enemy. I could not tell you. Our final theory is that 9-11 was an inside job. This is a wildly popular theory, perhaps the most popular conspiracy theory in the United States, that the blame as to who took down the Twin Towers is even questioned after hours after the planes hit. Within months, global criticism of the attacks flourished, and it took roughly three years before theories really took root in the United States, four before the United States government decided to actively start working against these conspiracy theories. In this theory, former President George W. Bush is responsible for the attacks, motivated by the geopolitical desire to justify invasions of the Middle East, namely Afghanistan, to retrieve oil and natural gas. In this theory, the notion that the attack warnings weren't communicated properly due to lack of information, transfer material, and opportunity is rejected. The reason is due, actually, that the government hired al-Qaeda to complete this task and didn't want any small-time officer or official interfering. As any theory concerning the United States government, these suggestions were quickly denied and labeled as anti-Americanism by then-President Bush, criticizing any conspiracy theorist or even the casual inquisitor. President Bush was also noted to say terrorists recruit more effectively from populations whose information about the world is contaminated by falsehoods and corrupted by conspiracy theories. Bush here essentially tells the general public that their conspiracy theories are a gateway to terrorism and that he does not wish for his general public to participate in such actions. There are three main types of theories concerning the 9-11 attacks. 
One is that the government let it happen, that they did nothing to stop the attacks or they prevented interfering with the attacks. The second one is the one we're going to be exploring today is that they made it happen, that they corroborated, collaborated, excuse me, with Al-Qaeda and then framed the terrorist group after the attacks. The last one is other theories, which aren't really theories in general. They are just seeking that the government's recollection of the attacks was false. Um, Bush's statements became more extreme as time passed on, more anti-conspiracy, so that he could dissuade the general public from latching on to these theories more and more. Um, There are plenty of discrepancies within the plane crashes themselves, from the building's strange collapse, the Twin Towers, um, the odd impact on the Pentagon after the crash, and the unusual littering of debris from the Flight 93 plane crash, that is the one that landed in Pennsylvania. The Flight 93 plane crash landed after the passengers revolted. This is speculated among conspiracy theorists to be because the passengers found out the plot against the United States by the United States and wanted to overthrow, essentially, the people that were going to be crashing the plane. The United States government shot down this plane so that the passengers couldn't say anything to anyone and that even though they weren't able to hit the White House, they would still have done some very significant damage. Overall, the government profited vastly from the plane crashes. Mind, this is simply the United States government. The victims of 9-11 and subsequent wars should be honored for their lives lost. And the government also was very easily able to villainize Al-Qaeda, which was very convenient and very quickly for the enemies of the state at the time. So with this consensus, we are drawn that the 9-11 attacks were orchestrated by the American government so that they could drill for oil and natural gas in the Middle East. Thank you for watching. Have a wonderful day.